want to talk a little bit about the TTC. There's going to be some changes being made. Uh, first of all, Downsview Station next month is going to change uh, its name to Shepherd West Station. And because of that, there has to be a, a signage changing and uh, other things that have to come into account. Uh, Brad Ross joins us right now from the TTC. He is the spokesperson. Welcome to the show, Brad. Hi, Kelly. One of the things that blew my mind, Brad, was when I heard that the amount of money uh, to change the announcement system for all of the transit agencies, newer Toronto uh, rocket tra- chains, mm-hmm. trains rather, is $600,000. Now, my other job is as a voiceover actor. I could do it for you much cheaper. <laughs> Why $600,000? Well, if it was just a voice, um, then then that then you would be absolutely right. Well, it's never just a voice. Just let me say that. Right. It's, <laughs> I, I appreciate that it's not, that it is more than a voice. Um, it is an automated voice, by the way. Um, remember, though, that we are also, um, the, the cost of all of this name change from Downsview to Shepherd West also includes uh, the six new stations that uh, will we'll go into service at the end of this year on the, the Line 1 extension north into uh, York Region. So the next new station is Downsview Park, and so that's why we need to change Downsview because we can't have two stations, one Downsview Park and one Downsview. The, the, the cost really has to do with we have more than 80 subway trains that run on the line. There are three systems on that train Each train needs to be changed, needs to uh, not just have the new name, but there are a number of things that have to happen as the train passes through uh, the tunnels um, to trigger next station announcements, to trigger the signage, uh, the electronic signage inside the trains themselves, uh, the destination signs on the trains. um, And uh, and so uh, this is proprietary software of Bombardier's. Uh, the train ah. sets themselves are over a bill over a billion dollars for all of these trains, and so six hundred thousand dollars is the cost to to make this change. And uh, yes, it's a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things, it is it is it, it is what uh, uh, what what systems cost to to upgrade. Well, what Bombardier system costs? Well, absolutely. This is what this is what the cost is to us as. Uh, uh, as the owner of these trains, right. um, but it's not unique, I guess, is what I'm saying to Bombardier. How far behind is Bombardier on delivering TTC vehicles now, just out of curiosity? So the subway trains are all here. There's been never been a delay on these on these trains. In fact, these subway trains are probably the best in North America. They are phenomenal trains. The streetcars uh, that Bombardier are delivering, they are behind, uh, absolutely. We all know that. However, I will say this. Last summer, they came back to us with a new uh, schedule for delivery, and they have met those targets since that time. So we're hopeful that, uh, uh, that they've, uh, they've turned a corner. All right. So uh, just to clarify here, because I'm looking at a global news report, uh, the TTC is spending approximately 800000 on changing the signage across the system to reflect the, uh, the, newly, the new stations uh, from the Toronto-York-Spadina subway extension. Mm-hmm. And out of that total budget, they have 600000 allotted for reprogramming the announcement system. You're saying that it goes beyond that 600000 isn't just for the announcement system. It is for the... The, the announcements that the the audible announcements on the trains yep. it is for the the signs uh, the, the the electronic signage inside the car so inside okay. these subway trains there's also uh, there's a couple of systems that that show the next station arrival mm-hmm. um, and then uh, there's external uh, signage on the trains themselves as well that tell you the destination as well as the next station uh, we, we have a requirement to to announce the next station ar- sure. uh, and and so 
all of those systems, there's about three systems on every train that need to be changed, and then they need to be tested, and that takes time as well. And, and a lot of this is time. It's, it's time to test the train so that when the trains are going through, uh, through the tunnels that, uh, that they're providing accurate information at every single station. And that's part of, that'll be part of the um, testing and commissioning that we'll be doing with, with, the, with the line extension later this summer. Brad, you know, I, I can't be the only one thinking this, and maybe it's kind of a simplistic, kind of backwards way to think. But, you know, TTC is struggling for cash. You know, we hear that all the time. Um, why wouldn't we just go back to the original way of doing it, where the uh, person driving the train announces what station we are now entering? Doesn't that sound like a cost-effective way to run things? Plus, we're going to have a lot of people that are not going to have uh, jobs behind the booth anymore. They're going to be greeting people. They, they could get on the horn and... Well, we, we need to you know, we need to embrace automation. We need to embrace uh, modernization. But we at a cost of eight hundred thousand dollars, when you already have people you're paying, there are there are co- so so we need there are costs associated with making this change. There are going to be these costs. We have to do this. These trains are modern are is modern equipment. We have to do this kind of work to rely on operators or people to 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 announce next stops. Uh, is not something we can do. We've uh, we, we did that for a while, but eventually we need to modernize and we need to automate, uh, like the modern transit system everybody wants Toronto to be. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us on the line, and uh, I wish you the best of luck with your testing, Brad. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks so much for okay, being bye-bye. here. Uh, I don't know. Is it just me? I, it seems like a lot of money, and it seems like Bombardier because it's their proprietary software. Mm. You know, I mean, they can charge whatever they want. Yeah, and they can. And, you know, I guess it, uh, every job for Bombardier is a custom job. There's only so much we can do when it, you know, demanding uh, a deal out of it. It's not like they're selling it commercially for people to use. So it's a very custom piece of software. And, but it... It, uh, sound, it sounded frustrating when he said, you know, we all have to move forward with technology. Why do we have to move from a, a normal... Uh, someone driving the train going, Bloor Station, Bloor Station, uh, to... Bloor Station, now approaching Bloor Station. Well, truthfully, what they used to say was, Bloor Station. Yeah, but we all knew what they were saying. <laughs> sure, then, we they, then you arouse from your slumber, because you're doing the chicken bob with your head, and you look up and you read the, that's why they have the name of the station in the subway tiles on the walls, for idiots that are sleeping. Toronto-centric show today, I, uh... And it just it kind of turned out that way because there's a lot of stories happening in the, here in the city of Toronto that I wanted to touch on. Um, and I think it affects anybody that comes down to the city of Toronto. You know, every time we spend money in the TTC, somebody has to pay for it. A lot of times it's be, that's why fares are so expensive. It's unbelievable. And I, I just think with technology getting cheaper um, or, you know, just more avail- available, shouldn't the cost of business and cost of technology be uh leaning towards the cheaper side of things, not the more expensive side of things. That's why I could not believe that it's going to cost about $600,000 to reprogram the announcement system for all of the uh, the TTC trains uh, because of these six new stops we're adding to the system and uh, some of the signage. It just seems really expensive to me. I, I, Jim, welcome to the show. Yeah, I, am I the only one that sort of picked up on the fact that you can't possibly have a Downsview in a Downsview Park station? Well, no, he's he's saying that's why they've changed the uh, the name. Yeah, changing it to Shepherd West, and we've got a Shepherd station. Isn't this going to cause the same confusion? You know what? I didn't even think about it, Jim. Good point. That's not why I called, though. I mean, what I think's happening here is you've got a private company, semi-private, 
but sees the government coming, they know they can stick the government for anything. If this was a private company that was contracting this kind of a, a business out, you can be sure that this would be included in the price. There wouldn't be any $600,000 add-on. Sure. It's just the government is playing with OPM, other people's money. They don't care. They're not negotiating. Yeah, anything is fine with them. They really don't care because it's taxpayer money. It's not coming out of their bonuses. Well, and what's wrong with having a, someone that's, uh, you know, a, paid by a union to, as they're driving into a station, crack open a mic and announce what station they're driving into? tell you there's probably 50 ways to cut this cost out. And the most effective one would have been to say, no, we're not paying this at the very beginning when they're negotiating yeah. the contract. Well, listen, but- we've we've heard what happened with the judge this week uh, on Wednesday. Metrolinx uh, said that they wanted to unilaterally terminate their $770 million light rail vehicle contract with Bombardier. And the judge said, no, not going to happen. So they've got us. Well, you know, it's just, again, it's you know, the judge's government. It's, we've got to change our attitudes. And, I mean, I don't care if you're going by a construction site and you see 20 guys working on the road and only one's got a, a broom and everybody else is standing around with plans pointing out and scratching their heads. I mean, whenever somebody does work for the government, it's like a, a license to print money. Abuse of I public mean, funds. Yeah, well, abuse of me. Yeah. Yeah, Jim, I I feel the same way. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. Hey, Al, you think this is worth the cost. Why? Absolutely, Kelly. you got to take your rose-colored arty student (laughs) off. The whole province is run by arty people. Right. That's the problem, not technical. This is a technical advantage. Mm -hmm. Toronto is filled with multicultural people who can't understand people speaking distinct English. So at least maybe they can read it. So we need those kinds of technologies for a modern system. Look what McGinty and Kathleen Wynne did our electrical system. Driving jobs out of Ontario. Now you want to drive technical jobs out of Ontario because somebody's going to advance the system to make it world class. No, listen, I'm just saying that I think when you have a proprietary software like Bombardier does, $600,000 for reprogramming the announcement system, that seems steep to me as well. We're talking about technology getting, uh, you know, right now the technology in your cell phone is uh, more computing power than NASA had to go to the moon in the 1960s. I'm just saying that when you're talking about technology, shouldn't cost be going down rather than going up? That just seems like an absurd number. I'm not against progress. I'm just against paying too much for what we're getting. Kelly, you just don't understand. You don't understand technology Possible. what it takes. You don't understand what it takes to prove a system that you're putting into a huge complex. You just don't understand because you're already you're an arty student. You see everything for rose colored glasses. Listen, I don't mind being uh, called an arty student. I appreciate the call. And you know what, Al, I appreciate you calling in with the other side of the story. I just think it's a bit much. That's all. I'm just talking from the perspective of uh, someone that's going to have to pay more and more to get on the TTC, and which is really going to make me uh, turn to Uber and taxis more. Hey, uh, Crick, welcome to the... Uh, is it Crick or is it Kirk? It's Kirk. I got a Crick here. <laughs> Crick in your neck. Yeah, no. welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Um, I just got to say um, a couple of things. I mean, as far as uh, like what you're paying for when you hire a company like Bombardier for their software and whatnot, mm-hmm. I mean, you're paying for liability coverage as well. If something goes wrong something happens, somebody gets hurt. I mean, ultimately, that's kind of the guarantee built into their software. And I can't blame Bombardier for not wanting to include third parties into their business. So I understand that part. But uh, 
just on a like a realistic note and the the value of a dollar in today's day and age yeah. 600 or 800,000 dollars is really not very much. I mean, I understand it's going to be on the back of the taxpayers, but I mean, I you know, I work as a, in construction and 600,000 dollars doesn't buy enough nowadays. Like really nothing. I, it's interesting, and, I, and this is why I love opening up the phone lines for you guys, because, you know, I see these stories online, I read about them, you know, I do a little bit of research here and there about them, and, you know, I form my own opinions on them. For me, $600,000 seems like a lot of money, uh, but I don't work in the technological too, sector. Me, yeah, for me, too, don't get me wrong, that's a lot of money, but really in the grand scheme of things, when we're talking about, like, as, uh, as uh, the, the gentleman you had from the TTC on there, like, they're spending billions of dollars, and it's $600,000 to have something that if something goes wrong or somebody gets killed, God forbid, or something happens down the road, ultimately they can go back on Bombardier and say, hey, it's your stuff. What happened? Can they, I wonder? Well, they should be able to if they're if all of their, their product and all of their software and all of the whole kit and caboodle is Bombardier stuff. I would assume that you should at least have some recourse for... Uh, you know, going, uh, you know, some recourse if something goes wrong. So we're paying for insurance. Kirk, I really appreciate you calling into the show. Hey, Alex in Toronto, you actually have a tech company and you're saying no. Uh, I think just ridiculous. I got a tech company with uh, close to 30 programmers and developers, front end, back end. Uh, we use uh, the latest technology such as Ruby on Rails and Go and Scala. And what they're asking is selling hardware and to make changes on the software as Scheme 600,000 is like highway robbery. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that was my initial thought. Uh, but admittedly, I don't work in the tech industry. But it's interesting that we're getting conflicted, conflicting views here from people that do work in the tech in- industry. Uh, what do you say about uh, the last caller that brought up the fact that, well, maybe they're paying for insurance as well? Because if it's Bombardier's uh, proprietary software, then they will have to accept responsibility if things go wrong. Well, uh, listening to your last callers were one or two, and I could just listen to them. Well, obviously, one was from the construction business industry. It's maybe it's difficult for them to understand how the tech works. But if I'm buying 1,000 or 1,500 uh, servers from Dell Computers or IBM, uh, basically, and they're telling me, okay, you want the operating language to be French instead of English, it's not going to cost me more, especially if you place such a large order for a hardware, in this case, uh, we've done, the city is done. So for them, this is just a cash grab. And it's kind of diff- uh, sad because Bombardier is being supported by provincial of Quebec and federal government. Mm-hmm. And for them to come after province of Ontario and taxpayers, Canadian taxpayers, trying to grab us is kind of uh, sad because we've been double grabbed by them. And yeah, that, that's what I thought. I thought, wouldn't you want, wouldn't you get a little deal? Like, wouldn't they come through and say, well, look, at, we got some money coming in from the uh, from the feds. Uh, we'll cut you a little deal on this. I appreciate your call, Alex. Hey, Rob, I'm going to let you wrap this up. First of all, the proprietary software stuff, now every time it has to be adjusted, they're going to say a couple hundred thousand more, a couple hundred thousand more. The system should be, should be sold to the TTC so they can have anybody they want adjusted in the future. And it all should have been included in the deal to begin with. So you're saying this is TTC not uh, being savvy about how to how to uh, put together a good That's deal? Right. We're your first callers. They mm. don't care. It's not their money. It's our money. Yeah, I I also find it hard to believe that you know he didn't you know I like the idea of that we're moving forward and we're we're looking at a world class city, but you know we've got a a union employee making a lot of money driving that train. Not 
that could pick up a microphone and say, Bloor Station, Bloor Station. I don't. And he'd be paying far more attention to what he's doing if he's paying attention to what station he's pulling up in as well. Yeah, good point. Uh, Rob, I appreciate the call. All right, well, I'm going to leave it at that.